0: In today's show, we talk about loving one another using each of your five senses to stimulate excitement in your marriage.
1: And author and speaker Barbara Sher had this to say, she said, when you start using senses you've neglected, your reward is to see the world, and I would add your marriage, with completely fresh eyes. I like that. Well, I like it too. That's why I picked it for today's quote to start our show and as we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show, we do so with a hug, which is an opportunity for each one of you to hear from somebody else in the One Extraordinary Marriage family, someone who's gotten plugged into the resources here and has seen their own marriage transformed. And this week's hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriage's top 11 must-have items for your bedroom, or really for any room mm-hmm. that you, the two of you find yourself in. And you can pick up your free copy at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash must-have. This is an opportunity for you to discover a hit list of all the top items we've discovered in the last 19, almost 20 years of marriage to ignite intimacy, connection, and comfort in the most important room of all, mm. your bedroom. Mm-hmm. From fun toys to those fabulous little items that set the mood, this is a list that you're going to want to have. So get your free copy today at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash must have.
0: Yeah, we're going to go over some of these throughout the show. Well,
1: absolutely, because they tie into those five stimulating senses. Mm-hmm. But first, the hug. I've been listening to your podcast for a few days now. I started listening to the most recent episodes and then decided to start at the beginning so I could listen to the two of you grow. Mm. I just wanted to take the time to say thank you. Capital letters, exclamation point. My boyfriend and I have been through a lot in our two years of dating. We were engaged back in February of this year with a wedding date set for a few weeks back. The wedding fell apart in May, mostly due to a lack of communication. Mm. After some time apart, we decided we were going to figure out what went wrong and make it last this time. We've started couples counseling and have been listening to your podcast Mm. as well. It is so refreshing to hear your success story. We can relate to your episodes because they are real life problems with practical solutions. (laughs) Some of these are issues that I didn't even realize we had that now I want to address and improve. I feel so empowered and excited to work on my relationship. I've learned so much in the short amount of time that I've listened. After listening to you guys, I feel confident and ready to enter into marriage because I have the tools to make it last. Thank you so much for doing this podcast and sticking with it over the years.
0: I love that. You know what I love about that? Tell me. I love it that a couple, you know, dating, it's great. It's awesome. Love it. Went, went through the engagement, but called it off and even though they called it off they know they love each other they know that they're they're meant to be together and yet they just needed to work through some stuff mm-hmm. and i have a good buddy you know that i just saw this weekend just talked to him the same thing happened they knew they know they're meant for each other and yet they needed to work things through before they got married mm-hmm. and it's it's exciting because he came up to me this weekend and, and shared that they are going to get married at the end of october um and so it's just awesome yeah. to hear that you know what I mean uh, I love it
1: uh, what I think is powerful about that and we'll be talking about it throughout the show is that when you realize when you realize you need to work on something you don't just you know throw up your hands and say you know what I'm not gonna do this yeah right I mean here's a couple right. that just said you know we got some things we got to improve and and it's never too late or too early take action to take action I mean here's a couple that that called off the wedding and said hey wait let's fix what's broken before we get ready to do the rest of our lives together, yeah. let's not go into life, into marriage broken. Mm-hmm. Let's start healthy and whole, which I, I think is wonderful. So as Tony said, and as I opened uh, the show, we're going to be talking about those five stimulating senses that can bring excitement into your marriage. Mm-hmm. And you know, the truth of the matter is, is that too many marriages are falling apart due to the fact that we are loving each other with only one or two senses, not all five. We We've fall into what's comfortable for us, not necessarily what's best for our marriages. And, you know, we have kids, we, our youngest is in elementary school, but for those of you that haven't, you know, kind of talked about the five senses in, you know, decades, which was me, I actually had to go off because Tony and I were trying to figure out, we're like, what's the fifth one? What's the fifth one? So your five senses, sight, hearing, touch, taste, and smell. And, you know, for those of you that have been listening for a while, you know that Tony and I often talk about the five intimacies. We talk about emotional intimacy, physical, recreational, financial, and spiritual those are so important. Well, your marriage also needs your five senses involved in the marriage. You can't just, you can't just use sight and touch, right? Like looking at your spouse and touching them. You need to get involved with hearing and with taste and with smell or whichever ones that maybe even as you're sitting here thinking about this, you're like, you know what? It's been a long time since I've actually, I don't know, maybe listened to my spouse, actually heard what they had to say, or maybe maybe tasted your spouse, which is going to, we're going to be talking about that and having some fun with that or the smell. Each one of us has our own unique smell. Yeah. Right? And and, mm-hmm. and I am, in Tony's words, I'm a sniffer. Um. Yeah, which is why it's always funny when we talk anything about sense or sniffing or anything like that because I am the one that like, if he even smells a little bit off, like he's not feeling well or something's going on, I'm, I like, I start doing the little like um hound dog sniffing thing where I'm like, yeah, she'll be like, <laughs> like you smell different. What's up? What's up? But yeah, when you're only loving your spouse with one or two of your senses, you're missing out on a level of connection with them. It's incomplete. It's a fraction of what it could be. And so throughout this show, we're going to be sharing what each of the senses means and the tools and strategies that you can use to really further implement those in your marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, and the first one that I mentioned was sight. Uh, which, you know, on the surface seems like the most visible, right? You know, looking at your spouse, you know, really seeing them though. I will tell you, and I know I've shared it on the show before that when Tony and I met 22 years ago, it took me three weeks before I even recognized what color his eyes were. And and it actually was an argument that the two of us were having because I said something to him about his brown eyes and he he looks at me and goes, at least I I don't have brown eyes. And I'm like, yeah, you do. And and he just starts laughing. He's like, have you, have you, have you looked at me in the last three weeks? I'm like, what are you talking about? He was like, look at my eyes. And so I looked, the man has had blue eyes, like always had blue eyes, not brown and they turned blue or anything like that. Not hazel, they're blue. But I wasn't really seeing him. You know, I was more focused on, you know, I liken it to the fact that he had his little wire rim glasses and this huge goatee. And so I was distracted and didn't quite catch his eyes at the time. Um, gosh, you know, just even think about this. I should try and find one of those early pictures of you to <laughs> To throw up. No thanks. Yeah, but it's it's taking a look at your spouse, right? It's seeing them, you know. It's seeing when you guys, when your wife gets a haircut, or it's styled a little different. Ask her, right? It's acknowledging those things. It's it's knowing that you know every once in a while something new comes out of the closet, right? And you know maybe you haven't seen it before. It's asking, is that something new? Or or you know have you not worn that in a while? It's it's noticing when they're sad and when they're struggling guys, it's asking the and gals, listen, that's the generic guys.
0: Yeah.
1: It, it's, it's acknowledging that there are just times when what you see is a little bit off and it's really, it's really seeing your spouse. It's not just giving the cursory, you know, like I'm just walking by you. You're like a piece of furniture, right? Because we've had those seasons in our marriage when we, right. you know, when we haven't seen each other, when it hasn't been about, you know, really acknowledging what's going on there. And it's also about, you know, what do you see in your environment? Because your marriage isn't just the two of you. It's what you've created. And it's what you see when you look around your home. It's what you see when you look around your bedroom. You know, in in the first book that Tony and I ever wrote, Strip Down, 13 Keys to Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage, one of the chapters that we wrote about was all about like clutter in the bedroom. Right? It was all about turning your bed. I think the chapter's title is from um, Radio Shack to Love, Love Shack. Shack. Right? And it was talking about, you know, all the electronics, all the clutter, all the stuff. Right? Sometimes we have so much stuff in our line of sight that we can't see who we have in front of us. There are so many distractions competing for our attention with our eyes that we lose the ability to actually see who's in front of us or the environment that we want to create. hmm You know, one of the things that actually shows up on that uh, list of uh, 11 must-haves is, you know, an opportunity to create mood lighting, right? Because sometimes you guys are either lights on or lights off, you know, and so the vision that you're seeing your spouse is either completely like stark light of the day or you can't see anything. uh,
0: Yeah, you can't (laughs) see them at all. And so, you know, adding that nice mood lighting in the bedroom for the sexual intimacy can heighten that time together. Right, because now you have sight; you 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 can see each other. One of the toughest things that Elisa and I ever did, when it came to our lovemaking, and I remember this: we we did this years ago and shared about it here on the show. Was actually keeping our eyes open and looking deeply into each other's eyes during that time of climax. I mean, talk about seeing your spouse. It, 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 it's truly even to this day. One of the most like soul-searching, deep looks that I get from Elisa, and and believe believe me, I, I, I almost want to sh- close my eyes because I, I I don't want to be in that moment at times, and yet I, I'll, I'll keep my eyes open because of that that look that she gives me in that moment. Um, amazing. I, I I also think of when we talk about sight. I also think back to our show, Beautiful Wife. And I, and I think that's, that's a two pronged approach. Please go back and listen to that show. Um, but that's the, you know, you as a husband, seeing your spouse, and then you as a wife, seeing yourself as that beautiful woman, that beautiful wife that you are. So when I think of sight, I I see that one as well.
1: So for those of you that are checking out the 11 must haves, Mm -hmm. um, Two of the things on there that impact your site. There's a dimmer switch on there because let's face it, sometimes it's nice just to bring the lights down low and it's nice to have the ability to turn them on full, you know, when you're like getting up and getting ready for your day. The other thing that's on there is the salt lamp, uh-huh. which, you know, for all of my um, people that don't like to have open flames and things like that in their bedroom with candles and things like that, I totally get it. The salt lamp gives you that soft glow. And here's the deal, guys. Everybody looks amazing with the soft glow in a bedroom.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like I'm just telling you, um, it just, it hides everything it needs to hide and enhances everything it needs to enhance when there's a soft glow in your bedroom. So it's great for that sight. It's great for that connection of being able to see each other. The second sense that I mentioned was the sense of sound. Yeah, What is the noise in your marriage, right? What is, you know, going right from the very beginning, what is the tone of voice that you take with your spouse? Right? Is, is it a tone of encouragement? Is it a tone of positivity, or vice versa? Are they hearing a lot of, you know, Charlie Brown, wah 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 wah, you know, where it just sounds like the same thing over and over again? Are you a complainer, guys? If you're a complainer, that's not great noise in your marriage, right? Are you, are, are you doing? Are you incorporating words that make it challenging to? To connect with your spouse because all they hear is, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not, I'm not important, right? Because the words that I receive are negative, right? Mm -hmm. Or, or are you choosing those words? You know, is the sound of your voice encouraging? And I will tell you, if you need a little help, having more of those encouraging words that you are speaking out of your own mouth and putting into your marriage, we've got a link for that right? We've got a, we've got a post that we're going to link to. It's 56 ways to encourage your spouse. And, you know, here's a list of 56, pick your top 20 favorites, pick your top 30. You've got one for every day, right? But then all of a sudden the sound that's coming out of your mouth is encouraging. And it's one of the quickest ways that we can actually demonstrate our love to our spouse is through the sounds that come out of our mouth. It's the tone and timing. Tony and mm-hmm. I did a show a while back. It was episode 287. I know we're going to put a link to it. Um, you guys are going to want to make sure you come back to the show because this one is just going to be packed out with links.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Come to the show notes. I'm going to have them all there for you.
1: But tone and timing, right? Because if you can change your tone and you can change the words that you're using, then the sound that comes out of your mouth is one that draws your spouse to you, right? So it becomes that voice that they want to hear instead of that voice that they're putting up, Um you know walls too and you're like oh okay great you know there's that sound again now that's dealing with the relationship part of it but let's talk about the sounds that are in your bedroom
0: yeah see that so that's where i go to it and again you know grab your grab your 11 must have item sheet and and one of those that we've talked about numerous times here on the show and still to this day actually use this it's our ecotones the sound and sleep machine i mean that sound right there allows for a, a place in our bedroom where personally, even if we're not making love that, that thing is on every night, Mm -hmm. you know, the sound that, that, and I think we, there's like 10 options for sounds and we use like a river or something of that. And it's a water sound and it's just so soothing. It, It, It allows for us to calm down from a busy day, allows us to relax. And then for when we are making love, we know it's on Mm -hmm. it's, it's drowning out the sounds that we're making and it has the adaptive, um, sound technology, which when the volume rises in our room, which does happen during that, those times of making love the sound machine the ecotone sound and sleep machine also rises right. so it's it's just this great thing that we found and many of you in the one family have picked it up have shared that with us so if you haven't check that one out on the list
1: because you want the you want there to be sound in your marriage right both the the words that are being spoken and and the noises that are coming out of your re- bedroom and things like that but those sounds have got to be in a way that's positive mm-hmm. and they've got to be in a way that feels safe. And so for a lot of couples, eco tones or you know, sound and sleep machines help because it just drowns out the noise in your bedroom so that you can be more authentic and more of who you are and mm-hmm. express yourself through sound without worrying about what else is going to be heard or, you know, who's listening in or that type of thing. So it allows you to, you know,
0: let loose, let loose. Perfect. Now the high pitch scream that, that may still have to wait for when the kids are away. You know, I don't know if it's going to catch that as quick. You're going to have to test that on your own and see how it works out. But it's definitely been one of those things where it comes to sound that has uh, impacted us out, you know, not from a, a, a standpoint of our words, but inside the bedroom.
1: Mm-hmm. So moving on to taste, which is a fun one to talk about in marriage. Um, you know, but it's... and. and As we jump into this particular sense, I just want to talk about, you know, it's not just each other, you know, the taste of each other, but it's also new flavors in the world. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk sort of about that first, because, you know, a lot of folks fall into routines Mm -hmm. with the foods that they eat and, you know, maybe the restaurants that you go to, right? And so it becomes very repetitive. I went out with a a friend, gosh, it's been months now, but we went to a restaurant that she suggested and we walked in and it was like walking into, you know, for those of you that are are old enough to remember the TV show Cheers where Norm would walk in and everybody would be like Norm and you know he'd go and sit down at the end of the bar and they would just you know put his beer because he always drank the same thing at the same time at the same place and that was kind of what it felt like going to this restaurant with my girlfriend because she walked in and they walk over and they're like are you going to have the regular and and she says yeah and and they look at me and I'm like I haven't even looked at the menu yet and you know when the waiter walks away I look at her and I'm like how often do you come here she's like oh this is where we always come for date night and we always get the same thing And my jaw dropped because I'm thinking, but they're like, we're in San Diego. Yeah. I mean, up and down the coast, inland, coastal, I mean, all over the place, there are like hundreds of restaurants. Even if you only liked one particular type of food, you could still find hundreds of different restaurants serving variations on everything from Italian to sushi, to barbecue, to Thai, to whatever. Mm -hmm. And yet here was a couple that was doing the same thing all the time. You know, and so it's going you know, step out, try new things, right? Expand your palate, literally, you know, expand your, your dining palate, but also, you know, use that sense of taste. I'm going to bring it back into the bedroom now. Cause you know, Tony and I are good at, oh, go ahead.
0: And, and I just wanted to bring up one thing that Elise and I did in 2015 and we, we brought it into even 2016 is our entertainment book. Oh yeah. So if you're in a metropolitan area, you, and you, you live, you know, in that in a good area where they have the entertainment book, it is a fantastic way to explore your city, mm-hmm. you know, new restaurants, different places to go because it takes you out of that comfort zone and you're trying new things. One thing that Elise and I have gone into a lot with our dates, um, we were, we actually went out just last night, drove up the coast. Um, went through like a lot of our regular spots and, and just didn't feel like, eh, you know what? None of those are really catching us. Mm-hmm. Ended up in Carlsbad, uh, driving through and we just found a place. Um, and we're like, you know what? Let's, let's go there. And the fun thing was, is that we'll typically just buy even sometimes just appetizers and just share them because it's, it's a way for us just to try different foods. You know, even if it's just a plate of onion rings, you know, we get to share that with, you know, a side of Mahi tacos, But it's a fun way for us to not just have our own meals, but share our meals, taste each other, you know, chasing each other's meals Mm -hmm. in that sense.
1: So, you know, bringing it back into the bedroom, Mm -hmm. you know, I I want you all to think about like the first kiss, right? Do you remember the first kiss and like what it was like to actually like taste your love? right? Like to taste that connection, to taste that other person. Cause we all have our own taste. It's kind of like smell, which we haven't gotten to yet, but uh, you know, what does your spouse taste like? Those first kisses, that first like mouth connection, you know? And then over time that kind of gets replaced with like the quick pack. And then, you know, 10, 20 years down the road, you guys are like barely, you know, Oh, you, you, what, 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 you know, that kind of thing. Like there's no connection there. And, and it's fun to explore one another with your mouths. Mm hmm. It is. You've got all these great body parts that can be stimulated, that taste. Use them. Oral sex. Oral sex. Yes, I'm going there, folks. Use oral, you know, use oral sex as part of your repertoire in your marriage. Taste one another. And I'm not saying, like, let me be really clear here because somebody's going to, you know, forward this to your spouse and say, well, Lisa said we have to use oral sex all the time. No, Elisa did not say that. Elisa said it's a tool in your toolbox. It's a way for you to explore another sense. Remember that quote at the beginning that when you use all five of your senses, the whole world opens up. The same thing happens when you use all five of your senses in your bedroom. When you use the sense of taste, when you use your mouth in your bedroom, it opens up a whole nother dimension to the connection that the two of you have. And you know, one of the things that's on the 11 must have have list is good, clean, love body candy. Yeah. Right? It's a fun way to just have a little extra flavor when you are doing oral sex. You know, it's like bringing chocolate into the bedroom. Just make sure you have a towel on your bed or you're prepared to wash the sheets. Do fun stuff to explore, just like trying a new restaurant, try something new with your mouth in the bedroom folks. Right? The world will not come to an end. I promise you.
0: Yeah. Again, taste in, in the bedroom. There there are a number of other products that you can try out and test out and see if they work for you guys because that might be one of those things where you know it's like yeah we'd like to do oral sex and yet it, there there's that that barrier so something like a good clean love allows that sort of a fun taste now hey whenever you're using products like that everybody's different Mm-hmm. Try it. If it doesn't work for you, it might be a chocolate. It might be whipped cream. It might be honey. It you know it might be products that you can just go down to your local store, Sprouts, Target, you know, Trader Joe's, whatever, and you pick it up there. Right. But those can be used in your bedroom. And like Elisa said, hey, if you don't want your your sheets to get all mess messy that day, you know, put a towel underneath you. if it's okay. You know. Just wash uh, them after. Just wash them after. We we tend to go a little bit of both and just depends on where we're at and what we're doing.
1: So the next one is touch. And you know, touch we're talking about both sexual and non sexual, right? Your body was designed to touch. It's the largest organ that you have. Mm -hmm. And and for some of you Well, your skin is your largest. Your skin is the largest. Thank you. Yes. I'm so glad he's here to correct me. (laughs) But you both need touch. Right. And for some of you, it's been too long for either sexual or non-sexual touch. For some of you, it's been, you know, you're like in this drought, right? And again, it goes back to the fact that you need to be using all five of your senses in your marriage. So it might be time to start the conversation and ask your spouse what works for them.
0: So here's an example. One area that Elisa and I've been working on is those non-sexual, those non-sexual touches that you know what just happen. that they're not, they're not even a touch that's going to lead to sex. It's just those touches to say, Hey, I know you're here. And for me, I do it regularly. Like when we're driving and we've, we've mentioned this before, when we drive, my hand usually is on Elisa's knee. You know, I'm touching her leg. Um, I'm touching her arm. Totally cool. She enjoys it. She knows it's coming. Vice versa, though, Elisa will honestly can just sit in her chair, hands crossed, in her seat drive, hands crossed for hours on end. Like, not have any clue. Like, she gets, I'm touching her. And so, on one of our coffee dates, um, I brought this up. I was like, hey, I would love for you to, and and I don't want to bring it up. It's not like I want to touch your leg and be like, hey, you know what, you need to be like caressing my arm right now. And so it's it's during those times when we're not in those moments, that's when I bring it up. That's when I share, hey, when we are driving down the car, driving down the road, can you, you know, make it a point to just reach out and grab my hand, you know, scratch my back. It, it's, it, I go, it doesn't have to be anything crazy and it doesn't have to be for the entire ride. And yet I just want to feel that because it just, I, I just enjoy those touches and, you know, over the last few weeks, months, you know, Lisa's as I share it, it doesn't happen every single time, but when we go into our coffee breaks, we bring it up, and one of our questions is like, what did I do well this week? And I will encourage her and let her know that she's done it, right? Because that allows her, in her mind, she's like, oh, wow, I may not even remember doing it or doing it as much as I thought, and yet it's really having an impact. Mm-hmm. And so there's that you know, it, her being open to taking is is number one. Like when your spouse tells you something like that, you got to be open enough to be like, "Wow, you know, I want to I want to take this in. I want to listen." Number two is you're going to take action. Number three, from the person who's sharing that, is being able to give them positive reinforcement. Right? I enjoy when you do this because it really shows. For me, it really shows that you you want to be connected physically and not always sexually.
1: Absolutely. And, and that's where, you know, being able to hear and receive the information matters. You have to ask your spouse what works for them, what they miss or what they would like to try, because whatever might've worked 20 years ago, like I will tell you, our, our touch, both sexual and non-sexual, is not the same coming up on our 20th anniversary as it was coming up on our first anniversary. Mm-hmm. So don't assume that what works then, or don't assume that what feels good to them, like certain materials, you know, don't feel good anymore. Maybe you want to try you know, a plush blanket, right? There's one on the eleven must haves list. Maybe you want to try a different sheet set. There's one on the eleven must haves list.
0: Elisa just picked me up because we also have an Amazon wish list where we can put items in and then we can just just um, surprise each other with mm-hmm. gifts when we want to. Um, and Elisa just picked up a pair of like these bamboo um, underwear. underwear, boxers, and. I just got them. And just last night, she was like, wow, those those feel so good. I, I mean, I'm like, uh, I needed more. Like, I needed, <laughs> I just need to get more of these now. But that's where touch is so vital, right, guys? It might be, you know, your old cotton, you know, underwear. Just It's time to just go get like a nice bamboo or silk one that the touch, even for her, you know what I mean? For you, it's cool. But for her, she feels that and goes, oh, man. I'll touch this some more. Right. It's like for us guys seeing, seeing our wives in their lingerie and being able to touch. Yeah. That's a sight. The touch of the lace Mm -hmm. though, that that arouses us. So find ways for you as a guy to wear something, maybe that allows your wife to have that same touch and arouses her.
1: So the last sense that we need to talk about is smell. And I will tell you all at the very beginning of this is that hygiene is critically important for your marriage. Right? Mm -hmm. Like take a shower. Wash your hair. If she likes to clean, shave hmm shave. Mm-hmm. If he likes your legs smooth, shave. Right. <laughs> right? You know, whatever hygiene is what allows us to, you know, kind of invite people in. Mm-hmm. You know, how you smell matters to your spouse. Because I will tell you that, you know, when Tony comes home from a bike ride, all sweaty and smelly, it's kind of like we both, I like lean in for a kiss, but I don't get close for a kiss. There's a little too much body odor going on there. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, whether it's experimenting with different perfumes and colognes, using different hair products. Again, my sniffer goes into overdrive. Tony like, you know, goes and gets his hair done and comes back and I'm like, what am I smelling? what do I, smell? I Yeah, And then I got to analyze whether or not I like it, but you know, it's bringing in aromatherapy into your room. Do you like the scent of vanilla? Do you like the scent of lavender? What, what are those essential oils that you want to have diffusing? I, I'm partial to citrus smells. So I like mm-hmm. lemon and orange and that type of thing. You know, do you like minty smells, peppermint, spearmint? You know, it's figuring out what stimulates you, what creates an environment where the two of you are, are, are drawn in and drawn to each other.
0: Right. And that, and I would say that would, like Elisa said, hair products, soaps, shower gels. Those are all your senses being used, mm-hmm. right? Especially in the shower together. So why not have those scents that stimulate a connection? Now, I'm not, I'm not saying every time we jump in the shower, it's like, oh my gosh, wait, lavender's on, let's go. No, but it, but it is one of those scents that for us as a couple... It, it it heightens our awareness. So like Elisa said, with the, with the oils, man, game on. When we bust out the oils, not only is that a scent, but it's a touch deal, right? Because mm-hmm. oils we get to rub on each other. Wow, what a what a way to hybrid those both together. We have some on the 11 must-have items list, so make sure you pick that up. And that's at com slash must-have. Another one I don't think people think about, laundry detergent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you got a laundry turn that just isn't working, man, try something else. You know, try no smell because that can really impact you, your spouse, and how you can connect with your senses. So those are some items that to think about as you um, think about smell. Yeah. And
1: so this week, as you're, you know, thinking through the five senses and thinking through, you know, what would it be like if I was loving my spouse? with all five of my senses. I want you to have a conversation this week, you know? Ask the question, how have I been loving you with my five senses? Are there any of the five in which you feel I could step up my game, right? Maybe you're great on, you know, noticing when the hair gets cut, but not so great about, you know, throwing on a little extra perfume or cologne when you're going out. Mm -hmm. Okay, all you have to do is take action. Right. All you guys each have to do to see transformation in your marriage is to take action on one thing. Mm-hmm. So this week, ask the question, how can I step up my game? And then take action in that area and watch the connection grow between the two of you.
0: Yep. I couldn't say it any better. That's the thing. Go find the five senses. Find one of them this week where you're going, you know what? We need to step up our game. Get the 11 must-have items. You can grab that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash must-haves. And then go get it. And then put it into play in your marriage. Use one of them this week, another next week, and just keep growing in those senses together. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we will catch you next week. Love you guys.